for I had no answer. At what hour did you call, sir? It was about noon. Oh, dear, she said. I heard you, sir, and I am so sorry I did not answer, but I thought it was the man calling for the rent. Many a poor woman knows what this meant. Now it is my desire to be heard, and therefore I want to say that I am not calling for the rent. Indeed, it is not the object of this book to ask anything of you but to tell you that salvation is all of grace, which means free, gratis, for nothing. Oftentimes, when we are anxious to win attention, our hearer thinks, Ah, now I am going to be told my duty. It is the man calling for that which is due to God, and I am sure I have nothing wherewith to pay. I will not be at home. No, this book does not come to make a demand upon you, but to bring you something. We are not going to talk about law and duty and punishment, but about love and goodness and forgiveness and mercy and eternal life. Do not, therefore, act as if you were not at home. Do not turn a deaf ear or a careless heart. I am asking nothing of you in the name of God or man. It is not my intent to make any requirement at your hands, but I come in God's name to bring you a free gift which it shall be to your present and eternal joy to receive. Open the door and let my pleadings enter. Come now and let us reason together. The Lord himself invites you to a conference concerning your immediate and endless happiness, and he would not have done this if he did not mean well toward you. Do not refuse the Lord Jesus who knocks at your door, for he knocks with a hand which was nailed to the tree for such as you are. Since his only and sole object is your good, incline your ear and come to him. Hearken diligently and let the good word sink into your soul. It may be that the hour is come in which you shall enter upon that new life which is the beginning of heaven. Faith cometh by hearing, and reading is a sort of hearing. Faith may come to you while you are reading this book. Why not? O blessed Spirit of all grace, make it so. God justifieth the ungodly. This message is for you. You will find the text in the Epistle to the Romans, in the fourth chapter and the fifth verse. To him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. I call your attention to those words, him that justifieth the ungodly. They seem to me to be very wonderful words. Are you not surprised that there should be such an expression as that in the Bible, that justifieth the ungodly? I have heard that men that hate the doctrines of the cross bring it as a charge against God that he saves wicked men and receives to himself the vilest of the vile. See how this scripture accepts the charge and plainly states it. By the mouth of his servant Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, he takes to himself the title of Him that justifieth the ungodly. He makes those just who are unjust, forgives those who deserve to be punished, and favours those who deserve no favour. You thought, did you not, that salvation was for the good, that God's grace was for the pure and holy who are free from sin. It has fallen into your mind that, if you were excellent, then God would reward you, and you have thought that because you are not worthy, therefore there could be no way of your enjoying his favour. You must be somewhat surprised to read a text like this, 
him that justifieth the ungodly. I do not wonder that you are surprised, for with all my familiarity with the great grace of God I never cease to wonder at it. It does sound surprising, does it not, that it should be possible for a holy God to justify an unholy man? We, according to the natural legality of our hearts, are always talking about our own goodness and our own worthiness, and we stubbornly hold to it that there must be somewhat in us in order to win the notice of God. Now God, who sees through all deceptions, knows that there is no goodness whatever in us. He says that there is none righteous, no, not one. He knows that all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, and therefore the Lord Jesus did not come into the world to look after goodness and righteousness with him and to bestow them upon persons who have none of them. He comes not because...